We interrupt your program to issue a severe warning for an impending emergency making its way to your area. We urge you to be watchmen of the times and to be prepared with the essential knowledge and supplies for the wake of the final hour. Welcome to the Final Hour Podcast, coming to you from the original Living Word Christian Center out of Minneapolis, Minnesota. My name is Jim Hammond. This is Linnea Farrell. Our producer, Dee Schrader, is back from Las Vegas. Yep. And so that's all I'll say about that. And where John Gap, um, as he is uh, with a church planting team uh, in the Dominican Republic that the church is planning and we wish him all the best. We miss him this week. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just want to, again, I'm going to thank our viewers and listeners and our subscribers. And if you have not subscribed and you're a regular listener or viewer, please do subscribe. It helps us in so many ways. Um, you will see uh, uh, ads coming to this program within a few weeks. Um, it, uh, it helps in numerous ways. And I hope everybody's okay with that. And so um, we're going into, uh, we do the, you know, some of the issues around the world first with a short teaching at the end. And um, China, this whole thing with, with, with tensions in the Taiwan Strait um, because of House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. You know, I just read this this week. And I never even knew why China, what the problem is there. Why are they calling Taiwan theirs? Um, it's, it's interesting. In the seventh seat, 17th century, China took control of Taiwan. In 1895, they gave up control to Japan. That was, okay, before the year 1900, all right? In 1945, China regained control after Japan lost World War II. But then you had a civil war break out in China between the nationalist and the communist. The communists won in 1949. This is the last time China's held Taiwan. The nationalist that lost that civil war fled to Taiwan, where they have governed there since 1949. Hmm. Taiwan has been its own independent country, and we know that China is long stated that they're taking it back. And so we have, what is she doing in, in Taiwan? All right? Okay, what is Nancy Pelosi even doing there? Well, it's not just going over there to make a big show of it. All right? Um, Pelosi's trip comes right after she gets caught purchasing millions worth of semiconductor stock right before Congress passed a bill to subsidize semiconductor production and the company she bought semiconductor stock in, NVIDIA, where's that located? In Taiwan. Crazy. We're coming to you with with that um, because this all kind of ties in together. I I really did want to point that out. Um, You know, right before her arrival to Taiwan, 21 Chinese warplanes uh, made incursions into Taiwan's air defense identification zone. Then, within minutes of her arrival, China begins a series of joint military operations around the island. 
So it's really high intensity there. And, you know, even though Taiwan has been governed independently of China for 70 years, all right, mm -hmm. China insists that Taiwan belongs, belongs to, to China. Wow. And, and Pelosi is right um, to stand up uh, to China's aggression. China wants to dominate the world. I believe, and many other people believe, it will eventually be China as one of the nations marching on Jerusalem in Armageddon. Because remember, that army is going to have 200 million. And, you know, so when you see China making threats in the news, we really need to pay attention. But just, I just want to point out, wow, we're making a big show of sending Nancy Pelosi, who I am not a fan of, over to Taiwan, right? And then we have China buying up farmland in the United States to the point mm -hmm. where it's go it looks like it's going out of style. And only second, uh, second largest farmland owner is China, right behind Bill Gates, but yet we're making this show, but we're willing to let them buy farmland that sits right next to an Air Force base. And we just reported last week in the Dakotas and the FBI says, yes, we can prove they've already been spying. Right. It's like, isn't this, isn't something wrong here? Yeah. Well, you had uh, the Chinese government saying that they were going to shoot down Nancy Pelosi's plane if she came over there. And just funny thing, because some people were like, send her over. This was last week. Like it was kind of going around like, send her over, let her go. We don't care if she dies. But just the fact that I was just reading. So they were asking, Peter Ducey was asking Jean, Jean Pierre at the White House, the press secretary, why the White House was allowing Nancy Pelosi to go. And he state or she stated that the White House and what is Nancy Pelosi over the House, the Speaker of the yeah, House, she's that speaker. that is different and they don't have any control over what she does. That's mm -hmm. what they were saying, right? About why President Biden allowed her to go to China with China or Taiwan with China threatening us that back with those things saying that they're going to shoot her down and we need to be on guard and they're basically saying. We don't have any jurisdiction over her and what she does. That's a different branch of the government. That's what they said. Well, it's just the whole thing is really interesting because she she is going to Taiwan. And now you have this this interesting thing here with her husband's investments. Paul? Yes, because this company they invested in that they stand to make a half a million dollars just happens to be over there. And, and you know, this is out Shocker. of the New York Post here. Um, you know, th you, you, you've got, the, you know, they've long, well, for a long time, you know, I try to remain like neutral here, but when I see the left, um, the progressive left, you know, making themselves as the party of the poor, the party of the have nots, um, even though, you know, like take, take Bernie Sanders for, for, you know, a socialist. Um, and, 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 but here's his life. He has a townhouse, a vacation home, um, all the conference comforts of a millionaire, you know, while he's a champion for the poor and believes the rich needs to give their money to the poor. And, you know, Paul Pelosi, Nancy, uh, Pelosi, that was just an example, um, uh, is supposedly killing it in the stock market <laughs> in recent years. 
according to dis- forms that are required to be disclosed, he snapped up one to five million in shares of computer chip from a company called NVIDIA. And that just happens to be in Taiwan. Oh, my gosh. And people are speculating that she's even going to contour NVIDIA. Well, why wouldn't you? Why if wouldn't you? If you just made a half a million dollars on them. And, you know, these are uh, these were he was exercising call options on June 17th, according to these disclosure uh, documents. His timing was incredible. It was incredible. Incredible. Wow. But she doesn't give any information to him. That's what she says. Because people were questioning her. This is funny. At a press conference and someone said, excuse me, so your husband Paul just got, um, just bought stock in this. Was there any information that was shared at home? And she slams the microphone down. She's like, I don't talk about anything that happens at work at home. As he's made millions in stock. Well, he executed the trades as Congress moves closer to passing. They were moving closer to passing tens and billions of dollars in corporate welfare subsidies um, for U.S. semiconductor production. And, you know, that was which was good news for NVIDIA and shareholders like Nancy's husband, Paul. Okay, and and by the math, he's going to make a half a million dollars. And one problem, if we give Paul Pelosi the benefit of the doubt that Nancy didn't come home and say, hey, this is what's going on. You ought to do this right. Given the benefit of a doubt is that, uh, you know, enough of his winners involved companies that appear to have been benefiting uh, from legislation that is what this has happened before that his wife as the powerful lefty house speaker has a hand in he this has happened Crazy. before with them on these investments are these his trades what a coincidence yeah are these his what? trades or her trades Linnea I'm not sure it sounds like they're working together yes and she represents the dysfunctional congressional district in and around San Francisco Okay, which means she's regularly attacking wealth creators, you know, that that part of the left that goes after the rich while she's worth a hundred million dollars while virtually signaling, you know, virtue signaling about the poor and downtrodden. She's their defender. Okay, and and yet it's 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 called limousine liberalism. Mm. on steroids happily for them their allegiance to lefty politics somehow stops when it comes to businesses involving paul <laughs> of course it does well, just this is just why don't people see this this is about insider trading okay that's uh-huh. trading stocks on material non-public information it's a crime recent legislation puts people who use information they learned based on their position in Congress or their spouses and in the same slimy bucket. They're, they're criminals. Didn't all right? Martha Stewart go to jail for insider trading? I don't Back know. in the day, I think she did. Did she? Yeah. Is that what she I went th- to jail for? I think for? so. Well, look, why, uh, you know, in any case, based on what's happened to c- congressmen and women before that have been accused of this, it's not just one side of the aisle. Um, you had a North Carolina Republican that nothing happened to him either. These people are all above the law. Um, but Paul's, his timing on NVIDIA is may have been, you know. On point. Yeah, or really sketchy. But he could just as easily point to countless news reports about the legislation going back at least six months. 
long before the trades were, were made. But it may not be completely illegal. In other words, he may not be prosecuted. We may not. He may not be able to be prosecuted, but it looks it looks dirtbaggish. Because he was reading the articles. That's what they're trying to say. Yeah, he was reading the articles articles on this. The Pelosi's are in positions of influence with access to information not available to most Americans, and they have no shame in taking millions while she leads a party that's dedicated to virtue signaling about the sins of capitalism. You know, mm-hmm. and that's so, kind of par for course for those people. It is just it is. elitists in general. Yeah, and and we 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 kind of we're kind of getting getting to getting to that right. Right. Um, we got a you know because it is it really is about the the World Economic Forum. Yes. Okay. Yes. The, the WEF right, and it's what all these people are behind. What they're all for. It's the agenda they're pushing. You might not see it and the whatever the 2024 presidential election uh you know the, the election presidential election but trust me right the left's candidate will be a WEF crony all right and right. you need so you need to pay attention well right now they're saying that AOC is the ticket for the 2024 Democrat party supposedly that's what i was reading because for they were saying it was between Gavin Newsom and AOC, and everyone was like AOC. Because Gavin Newsom's kind of like overexerting his powers. He just made California. I, I can't see how she would ever I, win it. I don't either. I don't. But who? But look, look how yeah. other people have won, and you're just shocked, and you scratch your head. Yeah, I wonder how that happened. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. I wonder how, yeah, that, I wonder just, how that happened. But but Gavin Newsom just made uh, the state of California go into a state of emergency for monkeypox. So, yeah. of course. Yeah. We'll see well, they're going to make a big deal out of this because yeah. they want to shut you down, America. Yes. Okay. That that that's what they want, and we'll we'll get to that. But but isn't didn't you have an yeah? A, speaking article of the World the, Economic Forum, so yeah. the United Nations announced this week, which is very interesting, that they've signed a contract with Klaus Schwab, and he is over the World Economic Forum to accelerate the 2030 agenda. And they said that that means that they're going to deepen engagements between the two entities. Is that like they're, they're signing a contract? So this country is signing a contract with some random guy over some forum. Klaus. Klaus Schwab. He's the founder of the World Economic Forum. And, 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 this, and, he, and he's a demon. Yes. Klaus, he, Klaus is probably a demon. Yes. Okay. Right. Uh, uh, Nephilim. <laughs> Nephilim. Okay, we won't get to it. <laughs> okay, but right. anyways, the twenty. So this kind of started circling around, and a bunch of people were like, "Whoa, what's the twenty thirty agenda?" So now that's everywhere because people are like, "What is this? What does this mean?" The, we've and been talking about alert. this for twenty five weeks. I know, but people are like on red alert now. I'm not sure what red alert means, but they're, they're paying attention. That's what was getting tweeted out. Yes, red alert. Yes. <laughs> They're just now paying attention. Yes, yes. Well, I'm glad it's starting. That it, it, you know, us and there's other podcasts too, other people that that you know that are way ahead of us. Oh, yeah, on for sure. this and have been saying this for a long time. It's all about the World Economic Forum, and you know, on, on that note, uh, the the World Economic Forum, it um, it's a powerful global organization. All right, behind the Great Reset. Uh, guys like Prince Charles, Bill Gates, Justin Trudeau, uh, uh, Zelensky from the Ukraine, all these really well-off people who f- represent the WEF 
are calling for an end to wasteful private vehicle <laughs> ownership. Yes. I don't know why these people. So are you've there. got all these rich WF people. They want the world not to own a car. Right. Well, they own multiple cars, and, jets, multiple houses. And summing it up, if you have to, if you have to, you can share a car with five others and rent it by the hour. <laughs> that sounds awful. You think they're going to move off their castles on the hill while all the serfs, okay, off the hill go carless? You know what a surf is, America? We're not talking about the, the surfboard kind of thing. We're talking about the, the medieval. We're going medieval here, right? We're talking, they're going to have castles and we're going to be working for them in their fields, living in huts. And it goes back to their famous saying, you'll own nothing and be happy, right? right? People don't see this. I try to be neutral politically, but I'm telling you, this is left-wing progressive agenda. It's what it is. You're going to wind up a surf, all right? I'm talking about those guys in the medieval times, all right? Mm -hmm. The dark ages who did all the work, lived in poverty, and the guy in charge was a guy in a castle with soldiers all around it. And this is what they want. The world needs to be paying attention because when it goes into complete chaos because of this designed food shortage, food supply issue, next is probably going to be a water issue. And I would not be surprised if they had a date when we're, they're going to shut off the power, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They're going to have a date. Make it, at least make it blink on and off, week on, week off, right? Whatever they do, rolling block blackouts for a while. Right. And they're going to be sitting in their castles on the hill with their security, still flying their jets around the world while all the little people are rioting over food and water. And then they'll be able to say, martial law, you can't have, we're not having an election until we can get all this straightened out. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Please, please play this in two years and tell me if I'm wrong. And I'll admit if I'm wrong, right? right. I don't even think there's going to be elections. In two years, all right? The WF is saying, you'll own nothing and be happy. Really? Bill Gates, you're going to own nothing and be happy? Really? Nancy Pelosi, worth $100 million? You're going to own nothing and be happy. And the same thing is going on in Canada with this Fidel Castro's nephew, son, protege, Whatever he is, he's a WEF crony, and he's telling Canadians, you should probably get to the point where you guys shouldn't own your own cars. They don't want you to own anything. No. Then they have control. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry if I'm a little, what do you call it, Linnea? Punchy? <laughs> yes. I'm just, it's just, it's just really annoying. What, like people, people are, and I'm sorry for my, you know, I don't. I'm not swearing, but people are suckers, right? Out there watching CNN, uh, you know, MSNBC, uh, you know, all, all these uh, NBC, CBS, ABC, you know, uh, what, 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 what we see a tweet from a Canadian a few months ago said, congratulations, American yeah. media. You have officially won. fooled that you have officially won the war and fool, fooled the American public. Mm -hmm. And it's just a joke, you know, speaking of. Speaking of that comment, Zelensky just uh, did a 
like a Zoom call with students from Australia and was basically saying, don't believe the things you hear unless you hear it from me, which it just goes to show like, and that is what the New Zealand lady yeah. was saying. Just oh, listen to this. This just, is where it's going. Just send Arden. She made a statement telling New Zealanders that due to all the misinformation out there, the only ones they should be leaning, listening to or gleaning information from is from the government. This is her direct quote. We will continue to be your single source of truth. And that unless you hear it from us, it is not the truth. This is what she said. Those are her words. This is what they want, America. Yeah. They want, they want to be your truth, right? It's exactly what she said. They want to be your truth. They want you, you completely relying on them. And I tell you what, that's a difference between socialism and capitalism, all right, or pure democracy, because socialist, you can see what a Trudeau do. He sh- didn't like what they did, shut down their bank accounts, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, can you imagine? Yeah, well, it's not, we're not that far off, but, but when is the point where the American government tells us, we are your only source of information, right? and we will tell you what you need to hear. That's mm-hmm. what that they just That's in New Zealand. Is, yes, this is New Zealand, and, and Australia is no different. No, in New Zealand, I was just reading on Rebel News um, out of Australia that it says New Zealand braces for wave of anti-government protests. So again, now you have somebody like Canada did, the Canadians did, in the Freedom Convoy fighting against which we've talked about the last three or four times on the podcast is other countries standing up against their governments because they felt like their overreach was too much. It's hard to do in socialism, mm-hmm. right? We got all these 20 year olds that want to be socialist. Okay. Right. Well, okay. Okay. So you're putting yourself at the mercy of government, mm-hmm. right? Look, just like the Netherlands. They just, they just took 30% of the farmland yes. from the farmers. Yes. Like the government said, we're taking your farmland, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, it doesn't happen like that in America, Right. Not yet, right? And this is the difference. But why you don't want to be in socialism, i.e., what's her name? AOC? Yes. AGC? AOC. She's yeah. special. Yeah, she's, she's special too. Mm-hmm. AOC. She, she's a junior World Economic Forum person. She's on like their junior interim program, if you look into it and what her title is there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they, they've got a tight rein on her over there at the <laughs> WEF. They do. Yeah, and so along along with that, uh, on along those, we've got some quick hitters for you. All right, um, you have the Argentina government collapsing, which is not a surprise. No, but what I want to watch because we're talk we're watching these things every week. It started with Israel. Um, you know, their government collapsed, which was a good thing. All right, they are in limbo. Italy resigned. Uh, Great Britain's guy out. Sri Lanka rioted mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and over, overthrew him, right? He was a World Economic Forum yep. guy, uh, not feeding his people, right? Just he, he advanced their program a little quicker than 2030, right? Yes, he did. And, Good and, point. And, and, and Albania guy out. Panama is in chaos, right? And now we have Argentina in chaos. So notice it's gonna, we're getting a change of world leaders here. All right. Mm-hmm. Watch this. It's something to watch. It's something to, to carefully watch. Also, I, I just wanted to come out uh, a comment. Uh, you know, uh, I just I really want to give the Brazil president uh, credit for tweeting at Leon- Leonardo DiCaprio. Yes. Right. Who, Lene, 
What, what I was is? I was reading this article and Leonardo DiCaprio came out against de- the deforestation um, that uh, Brazil was doing. He said that they were over attacking their rainforest and doing things. And the president, this is funny. This is how he starts it. Leo, you again. And he's like, why don't you give up your yachts before you come at us? So basically, like Jim was saying earlier with Nancy Pelosi, you have these elitists who own all these things who are telling other people how to live. So the Argentine, or no, the Brazilian president basically said, you don't really know what you're talking about. Why, like the guy that you liked who was in office here before, who you guys worked in tandem, kind of like one hand in hand with you, but we are doing things for this country. And unless you live here, like basically keep your mouth shut. But so you have like the Greta Thornburgs, the Leonardo DiCaprios. You have uh, uh, all these celebrities who are all about climate change. And then a list just came out this week, basically exposing these people and their carbon footprints. They're like 13 times a regular person's carbon footprint. And, but they're cutting. They're, but they're, they're telling they're, us. They're telling Brazil to stop cutting down trees. Right. And they're, but, they're, but they're coming at Americans, too, about like how much we use in our vehicles and what we're doing. And they're flying around in their jets. Like flying around in jets. One celebrity yachts. has 13,000 flights documented since January 1st. And she's tweeting about climate change and making sure we take care of climate. Right. See, because it's going to, again, it's going to be, that's what they want. It's going to be a dark ages thing. They're going to be on their castles. Yep. They're going to have small armies. Right. And all the money is just going to flow up the hill to the castle. Right. And you're going to have all the serfs that are living. We're all we're going to own nothing. Right. And we're going to be really this. Were the serfs in the med, med, medieval ages? Were they happy? I, I don't. I just found out what serfs was. Yeah, I typed in has, surf like surfboard. And Jim was like, do you even know what a surf is? And I was like, no. OK. I, it's just it's it's it's. You know, these are supposed to be quick mentions, but our Senate just passed a bill for the $40 billion to Ukraine, and I'd love to see where that money goes, honestly, yeah. uh, with the Zelensky guy, who's the world hero, right? Well, I don't know, because I, I read a report that Biden's kind of tired of him, so oh. he leaked some information to a New York uh, Times journalist who basically came out against Biden and Zelensky. Mm. So it's a strategic plan now to cut ties. Well, we just gave him forty billion, right. and, but yet he blocks our Senate blocks forty-eight billion dollar age pack aid package for restaurants and small businesses in America. Well, you in America, that during uh, COVID we all got what twelve hundred dollars as like a stimulus check. Thanks. Yes, but yeah. we're sending billions and billions to Ukraine. But you know, I think at this point. Um, when you look at the economy, when you look at the inflation, when you look at some foods have almost doubled, you know, you look at all this and why wouldn't you send 48 billion of aid for, for American businesses, right. right? And small businesses and restaurants, right? Our but, taxpayer you know, dollars and, and it's just, coming back to it's, us. To me, it's, it's what, um, it's this, it's this particular government. It's what they're doing. And you know what, and also what they're doing is that if you, you Everybody buys everything they said. I, I just want to put, give you the definition of a recession, okay? A, peer, a definition of a recession is a period of temporary economic decline during which trade and industry activity are reduced, generally identified by the fall of GDP, that's gross domestic product, in two successive quarters. That is the official dictionary de- definition 
of gross domestic product. And, and then, you know, everybody buys everything. His secretary, uh, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen. World Economic Forum. Yeah, big world, world, big world economic, world economic forum uh, crony, right, uh, was on with Chuck Todd, who I've never liked, you know, speak to the nation. And, but the technical and actual definition of a recession, she says, takes into account a broad range of data. <laughs> and states and states this is not an economy that's in recession right mm. chuck todd in his credit the one question that he's asked that that i've ever seen if the technical definition is two quarters of contradiction okay contraction in the economy two quarters of contraction in the economy you're saying that's not a recession good for you chuck yelling that's not the technical definition she says, there's articles everywhere, tweets. They're changing the definition of a recession, right? This is what they They've do. They've changed the definition of so many things. Does it surprise us that they're changing the definition of a recession? There's an organization, she says, there's an organization called the National Bureau of Economic Research. They probably just, just they started probably that. They just started. That looks at a broad range of data in deciding whether or not there is a recession. I would be amazed if they would declare this period to be a recession. Wow. Even if it happens to have two quarters of negative growth, they're, they're changing the definition of recession, but I'm sure most of America, they're going to ignore this when they go to the polls, right? Wikipedia changed the def like anyone can go on Wikipedia. The definition of recession was changed 40 times in one day. People were like, Taking it over. So you had everybody but Fox News saying the U.S. economy is shrinking, right? But Fox News is the only one who said we're in a recession. Everybody else said shrinking economy. Wow. Yeah. But it doesn't surprise me. They changed the definition of literally women, children, pedophiles. I mean, yeah. what haven't they changed the definition on? Yes, yes. And, and Lene, you had, uh, you had the, about the state's... Uh, Suing Biden over lunch yes. programs. Speaking um, of changing the definitions of things. Yes. So basically, there's a lot of information on schools right now. But Fox News, there's a Christian school in Florida um, that is being threatened that they're going to pull their school lunches from them because they do not agree with Biden's administration and how they want to change uh, the title to um, Title IX. So the Biden administration updated Title IX's definition, crazy they updated it, right? To include a sexual orientation, gender identity, and the definition of sex, and adhering to such guidelines would violate Grant Park's Christian Academy's religious belief. The regulations will strengthen protections for LGBTQI, they keep adding letters, plus students who face discrimination based on sexual orientation or gender identity. So basically they're saying unless this Christian school updates and allows um, their, what is it called when you have a statement of faith yeah. to um, change, to allow that these, you know, that they're going to protect these entities and state that a girl who wants to be called a boy is protected. They're not going to give them lunch programs. So you have 22 different states, 22 Republican attorney generals filing lawsuits against Biden's administration. Yes. But, but can I tell you, they're not only that like, why do they care so much about gender identity? Let me tell you. In, I don't know if you guys have heard about this yet, but a public library, a public library in Oregon is teamed with a middle school to create a gender-affirming closet. 
So basically, you leave your house. Let's say you're a girl. You leave your house. You want to be a boy. You go to this library before school. You change into boys' clothes. They have people there to help you. You go to school as the other sex or whatever you want. You come back, you change, and you go home. They don't want parents to know about this. So you wonder why Biden is pushing so hard against the gender thing. Then you have an Iowa parents group. They're suing the school district because they have a gender support program that the school board wants to implement that they don't want the parents to know about their counseling your children, which we've talked about before, right? Okay. Then a mom in Chicago. I know I'm just hitting you with a list of things here. She just lost her daughter because her daughter wanted to be called the boy. And she's like, you're a girl, you're nine. She lost her. The court took her away and gave her to her dad. Can't even have her kid anymore. Then you have a Minnesota elementary school with a principal promoting a book called Jack, Not Jackie for the summer reading program for kids K through 12. I mean, this is like what they're coming at with our kids. Last but not least, I'm just going to tell you, if you send your child to a school, public school, probably pay attention to the medical waiver that they're giving you because this waiver now says that they are authorized. Wait, I authorize the health staff to administer medical services immunizations and therapeutic procedures to my child as deemed necessary. And you sign that they can do whatever they want with your kid. So you need to know what's going on. So Sorry. Just they're sneaky. Protect yourself and your children. They're coming after your kids. Yes. 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 They want them to, to turn from girls to boys. Yes. It's very obvious. It is. You know, um, another quick, uh, a little bit different, uh, switch a direction here. Um, the Pope is trying to get a one world religion here, right? And they've done this for a while. Uh, it started earlier. It actually started around 2009. But in 2016, um, the Pope declared as the Bishop of Rome and pastor of the Catholic Church, I would like to invoke mercy and forgiveness for the non-evangelical behavior of Catholics towards Christians and other churches. So it starts with that, right? That's nice, but that doesn't help the millions killed by the papacy during the Middle Ages. Numbers given, 50 million, 68 million, then 100 million, then 120 million, and 150 million. Those Mm -hmm. deaths are not the responsibility of living Catholics today, all right? Um, But the Catholic Church was a killer, all right? And this this is a middle... But the Middle Ages. <laughs> Again, this is the Middle Ages. This is we what are. we're talking about with yes. the serfs and all that. Yes. Right? Okay. Yes, I get the connection. All right, but but you know, Catholics and Anglicans, mostly Episcopal, all right, can now share each other's communion, and married Anglican clergy can become Catholic priests. The fences are coming down, and the rebels are going home. However, it is clear to everyone that any union, any union, will be under the Pope of Rome and these denominations and a lot of the Lutherans also are running for this. Yes. Let's unify. Let's unify. Does it sound like something we've been talking about? Mm -hmm. Okay. I mean, it's interesting that this article came up and we just happened to be in the great harlot of revelation. Yes, The Pope is even making fervent overtures to evangelicals, including Pentecostals. 2014, he sent a recorded message to Kenneth Copeland Ministries, a large group of, of uh, a large Pentecostal group seeking uh, unity. Brothers and sisters, Luther's protest is over. Is yours? <laughs> That's what he said. He left a message for Kenneth Copeland. Um, and the, I wonder if he saved that message. The Pope also beseeched the audience. I'm yearning that this separation comes to an end and gives us communion. 
And you can think, oh, that's great. We're all unifying, right? No, 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 no. You don't understand. Okay, because you, you have to look at the book of Revelation. You, ha you have to look at the letters to the churches in Revelation, seven letters to seven churches from Jesus Christ himself. And most of that was on, um, was unifying with the world. Was Jesus saying, your, 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 what's the word I'm like? Counterfeit? Compromising. Oh, compromising. You're compromising. You're compromising so you can all unify. A world church where truth doesn't matter for all the sake of unity, right? I.e. Revelation 17 reveals the condition of Christianity in the last days when a world church is established. Is it any coincidence the, the Pope is trying to pull all denominations into one under the Catholic umbrella. Hmm. And if you look, look, look at who this guy hangs out with, look at some of the celebrities, look at who he backs. Okay. Look at his world economic forum connections. I have, I know Catholics personally that's that say, we don't know what he's doing. We don't understand. Right. And so the last days, a world church will be established and will be known for its biblical and moral corruption. This is what we've been talking about in this podcast. The world church will be established with the concurrence of political officials who will turn on it and destroy it. We're Crazy. talking about this today. Crazy. During a convocation of one worlders now pushing not only for a world church, but a one world religion, which is Earth worshipers, heretics, shamans, pagans were present along with Christians, lost Christians. You call them lost Christians. You call them the Christians. Basically, you know what the, you call them? You call them the Christians in Pergamos and Thyatira. Yeah, and I was just going to say, if and, you're a listener <laughs> and you don't go to Living Word, Jim <laughs> is doing a series right now in Revelations where he's going through each of the churches in detail, and it is amazing. Jesus was writing letters to the church yes. saying you need to watch out for this. But he's connecting right? it with what's happening right now. It's a really good series. Yeah, and, and, and pagans are present at this one world convocation pushing for a one world church and the evil religious um, conglomeration has so said their holdouts and threats come from fundamentalists. Okay? Who's that? That's us. An orthodox Catholics, okay? Hmm. And I guess Pope Francis doesn't doesn't qualify as an Orthodox Catholic, but um, I'm, I hmm. identify with the fundamentalists because I'll never join that. I'll never join that, right? I would never put myself under the Pope, okay? No, Ever, neither. all right? And, I'm <laughs> and don't, because this is the start of this. Because as we're talking about the Pope, listen, as we're talking about the Pope, trying to combine all denominations under one world denomination. Gee, what a coincidence. We just happen to be on the harlot in the book of Revelation. Okay? Could, could be a this could be a long review, but I'm going to give you a really short one. And if you want to know more information on the harlot of Revelation, you're going to have to go back to the last two or three episodes. But the harlot is the counterfeit religion to Christianity all right, and she's the spirit over that that pops up during the tribulation. It will have nothing to do with Jesus Christ. It will actually be very demonic, and it will probably have everything to do with money and a control and appearance. But eventually, the Antichrist and, and, and this demon spirit, the harlot, 
which has Mystery Babylon the Great, the mother of harlots and abominations of the earth, written on her forehead. This ancient demon spirit, which some commentators believe uh, found its her first prominence in Cain with Cain, when he tried wow. to make a, a, a you know a, a sacrifice he shouldn't have tried to make. But the ancient demon spirit in the Antichrist comes; they become at odds with each other during the tribulation. And we're actually going to have to back up when we look at how she falls. Remember this woman that John the Apostle sees in the spirit, in this spirit wilderness that an angel takes him to. She represents both a religious entity and a political entity, right? And let, let's look at Revelation 17, 15 through 18. Just three verses today, starting with verse 15. And he saith unto me, this is the, the, the angel uh, talking to John. The waters which thou sawest, where the whore is sitting, are peoples and multitudes and nations and tongues. So this counterfeit religion that goes worldwide, oh, remember the Pope? He mm -hmm. wants a worldwide mm -hmm. unified religion. I will tell you, a lot of people teach that this is going to be the Catholic Church, right? And I just think, what a coincidence. Hmm. Quite a few commentators teach the Catholic Church is the whore in Revelation and is really so coincidental. We have the Pope trying to merge all denominations. And as you can see, we're looking at some of these scriptures in that verse 15. The waters which you saw, that phrase, okay, is referring to all peoples, multitudes, nations, tongues. And this is where she is sitting. She's sitting on top of them all early in the tribulation. She owns them all. If it really is that she, she, it is her. And in a way, I've seen other side of, of this from commentators that do not believe this is the Catholic Church, because we have the whore, this spirit at the time sitting on everyone, everyone in the world. She's dominating humanity, and somehow all of our humanity become under her sway because of this. These scholars do not believe that this is referring to the Catholic Church. So I'm just going to give you both sides here. Remember the false prophet. You've got this guy doing miracles in the presence of the Antichrist. Um, we're going to know the world is going to be in such a desperate condition. They're going to take anybody in anything mm -hmm. at this time. Think about that now. They're not going to be real skeptical. They're going to be suffering. The sealed judgments of Revelation would have started to take effect. So I think it's very possible with everyone being forced to take the mark of the beast that this religion will, in fact, dominate the world at that time. These scholars are asking questions like, what about Islam? I'm talking about the ones that don't believe it's the Catholic Church. They're saying that the whore or the harlot of Revelation will be a combination of all religions. And those religions will merge in their beliefs that the Antichrist is the answer to the world problems. And because of number one, how he fixes the issue in the Middle East, everybody's going to say, look at that. He brought peace. But regardless of who the harlot is, remember, this woman was riding a beast earlier in Revelation. And as I said before, scholars are split on if the beast that she is riding is the Antichrist or if the beast that she is riding is a high-ranking satanic prince, demonic prince, high-ranking demon. A revised version, what they believe is, of the leopard Daniel saw in his vision 
In Daniel chapter 7, verse 6, the same demon prince they believe, these scholars, that helped Alexander the Great conquer the world in 10 years is going to assist the Antichrist. So it's, it's, they think she's riding the beast, the Antichrist, and the others believe it's the spirit behind the beast, right? This mm-hmm. leopard. These scholars believe that this revised version of this demonic prince is the beast the harlot is riding, okay? They don't think it's Antichrist. So there's that split. Whichever one the beast is, if it's the Antichrist himself that the harlot is riding or the demonic prince, the beast decides he does not want to remain in a subservient position of being ridden, okay? Hence, Revelation 17, 16. The ten horns which thou sawest upon the beast, they shall hate the whore and shall make her desolate and naked and shall eat her flesh and burn her with fire. So as we see from verse 16 at the direction of the beast, the ten kings, remember, that's the revised Roman Empire, turn on the harlot and destroy her, all right? And it says who actually takes her place. It says who this angel tells the apostle John that the kings eat her flesh, make her desolate, naked, and burn her with fire. Verses 17 and 18 in Revelation chapter 17, for God hath put in their hearts to fulfill his will, to agree, give their kingdom unto the beast until the words of God shall be fulfilled. And the woman which thou sawest is that great city which reigneth over the kings of the earth. Here we have a self-explanatory verses. We've talked about this before. The 10 kings come under the authority of the beast slash antichrist. And completely, the world puts all their eggs in the basket of the Antichrist. And not only follow him politically, but they worship him. And so, what we have to get into next week, we're going to jump back to Revelation 16 and talk about exactly how within one of these bold judgments, some scholars believe that you not only have the destruction of the religious side of the great whore, but they also merge this with what happened in Revelation chapter 16 was one of these judgments. And I will refer to this next week and because uh, I just don't feel like we can stop here. I feel like we have to go into Revelation chapter 18 to finish this on the harlot of Revelation and the actual destruction of the physical city of Babylon. The physical city of Babylon also as we get into next week, Revelation chapter 18. And so it has been, uh, it's been fun. Again, Linnea, Yes. Um, and so uh, thank you so much, D. Schrader. It was nice to have you back. Um, yeah. <laughs> and D. Schrader did not play one hand of blackjack. And I I'll did just, not. I'll just leave it at that. They were, he and his wife, Lizzie, were exhausted. Yeah. I don't think they went anywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Anyways, um, it has been awesome. Um, I'm excited. For these end time events, you need to pray, America. You need to be watchmen. If you don't understand, that's all we're doing mm-hmm. is we are watching. And, you know, I'm going to fight for my personal rights as an American all the way to the end. All right? All the way to the end. And, and that's, to me, that's what they're trying to take. And I believe this, this government is pushing us towards a food shortage um, and eventually a water shortage that will cause the population 
to uh, erupt in chaos. I really believe that. Why, why, why are they doing this? It, you, they have control over this. We've been talking about this for 25 weeks. It's gotten worse and worse and worse. There's too many things that are undescribable. And, um, you know, and that's why you have to watch, you have to pray, and you have to keep in mind that you have a, you have a heavenly seat, you have a heavenly ministry, um, which it says you're seated in the heavenlies with him, and you have to operate out of that heavenly ministry today. You have to use the authority that God has given you. I hope you're even part of a part of Christianity that teaches you have authority, right? Mm-hmm. And if you're not, then they don't know what they're talking about. You need to... You need to <laughs> You're right. You need to you need to look for some somewhere else to go to church because if you're not taking your authority, you're going to get whooped. But also, you can dominate, right? And that's what we have to do. You pray for the latter rain. You ask God for His power because we have yet to see what we're really going to see. Right. Come and answer this because I had one uh, minister that I very well respect say that as we get down to the end, Jim, it's going to be like a black. I see a black horse and a white horse. And it's like a race, right? And they're neck and neck. And as the evil rises, the power of God rises. As the evil rises, the church rises. And you have to keep your eye on that. And also your eye on the fact that Jesus Christ himself said, all right, that we will be, when the rapture comes, eating and drinking, okay? Marrying, eating, drinking, marrying, building, and planting, Right. So I don't think it's going to be total chaos when the rapture comes, because this stuff that we talked about, the scriptural stuff today with the harlot, we're not here for that. Right. 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 We're not here for that. So let's watch this. And really, you could get to the point where you enjoy it. Right. And if you can keep your heart from hating and keep your heart free from bitterness. But trust me, I understand that. God bless you. Thank you for viewing or listening to the final hour podcast. And thank you again for subscribing.